0: Andrell's podcast, where the help comes from self and from community, where we engage in communication to better understand ourselves and the community at large. Join in on the conversation. Hey you, how's it going? Thank you for joining me for a brief moment as I just... You know, rattle on things uh, that I'm musing and pondering about and thought, hey, that could be worthwhile sharing. Who knows if someone someone else like myself here needs to hear this type of stuff. So I do appreciate you um, clicking the button and uh, taking a look-see on what's going on in Andrell's part of the world. I am still on quarantine, as you may be as well, unless you're in Georgia, then you may not be quarantined any longer. So how's that looking? How's that happening? We on these parts or in these parts of the world are looking forward to that day. Um, I hope you're still being safe if you are out and about. Um, If you're home, hang on, hang on. Help is on the way. This must come to an end. It's funny. This morning, my daughter said to me, I feel like it's never going to end. She's five. I feel like it's never going to end, you know, in a childlike eye. It feels like forever forever. And I had to. I told her it has to end. It will. I mean, I don't know what it'll look like after, but it will have to end. Eventually, we can go back to those trampoline parks and Chick-fil-A and play in their play area. It will happen eventually. So hang in there. I hope you stay encouraged. Well, today, I just wanted to hop on for a quick minute and just share something that um, hit me today as I was having a meeting. And it just got me thinking. Um... On the idea of repetition. So I love saying repetition. In French, we say repetition. I feel like I'm gonna be teaching y'all a lot of French, but we say repetition. And growing up, when we used to say repetition, it meant choir practice. Ain't that something? It may be a Haitian term or whatnot. But what would happen is we would go to church and the choir would meet, and you can imagine as you can imagine, we would repeat. A song or a series of songs until we got it right. So you know, repetition could be something that is dreaded, or it could be something that's embraced. You know, it depends on on how you're wired. Um, some people do enjoy repetition, find satisfaction in it. But I feel like a lot of times repetition is something that we dread or that I dread. Let me let me talk in the in the first person. It's something I can honestly say I. I often dread. Because I I feel like if I did it once, it should be sufficient. There should be no need to repeat it. But what I'm learning, what I'm learning in life is that oftentimes, just because we got it right once, it doesn't mean that it will not need to be repeated. And that often it can serve you to do it again, so that it can make more sense. But you know, before we even go there, but let's just indulge, indulge me for a moment. Let's talk about the stuff we hate repeating because I can, I don't know about you, but I can go on for days. I was you know, drawing up a quick list of what are the bad things and I'm saying it with air quotation, bad things that we don't care to repeat. Let me tell you my first, my number one, my number one, y'all ready for this? Talking to my kids, not talking, having a conversation. That's great. But when I tell my daughter to pick up that toy or that outfit off the floor five times. That repetition, I can do without. I would love, love for that little girl to receive and respond immediately. That doesn't seem to be the case. I had high hopes for her, but she is proving to have a difference of opinion when it comes to my directions in cleanliness um, or in her room upkeep, I should say. Uh, But that's one of them talking to my kids. Another one repetition. I have never experienced this. Praise be to Jesus. I have never been held back a school year, but that's a repetition that I could imagine would not be fun unless you're in kindergarten or grade one, and hopefully that ain't happening. But the idea of being having to repeat a grade, watching friends and peers move on and being held back, I can only imagine that that ain't a pleasant one to do repetition, or um, the gym. (laughs) So I go to Orange Theory every now and again, and every now and again, and There's this part where you're left to do some routines and often it's stuff like burpees. Who loves burpees? And they tell you do the burpees until the time. So repeat the movement until the time lapses on the clock. Who has time to do burpees until the clock ends? I don't care to repeat that. I don't care. Or my last one, my last one, because I can really sit on this topic indefinitely. Meals right now in this season of quarantines I do not enjoy repeating meals I feel like I have this little schedule going on I'm like oh today's Wednesday all right Wednesday we're gonna have wings okay oh today's Tuesday taco Tuesday like I just have found myself in this blah zone of creativity when it comes to meals and how to kind of make do I mean God's blessed us we are not left hungry but guys that repetition it ain't cool it ain't cool. So, you know, as I sit here and rant on the topic of repetition, I can promise you when I thought of sharing this with you guys on the podcast, I wasn't reflecting on those negative things that we associate with repetition. Um, I was actually thinking it, it, it's almost like a light bulb went off. And I, me- I had a moment where I realized where repetition is invaluable and when it is necessary. And it still remains sometimes not an immediate gratification um, or an activity that, in you know, gives you immediate gratification. But when you understand and you lift your eyes from the the thing in front of you that you're repeating to the end goal, you see the value of it. And a lot of times I feel when we consider things that we have to do repeatedly, It's something that is for a tomorrow reward and not for a right now. And that's where the idea of repetition becomes pretty challenging because you have to be able to still yourself enough to say, I know it hurts right now, but if I can do this now, if I can reiterate this piece, I can impress and leave a mark where it needs to be left and I will be able to enjoy it or someone else will enjoy the fruit of that repetition. I have to also say that I think we've also been educated to believe that repetition implies failure. And so there's not this desire to say that I'm gonna repeat this thing or this activity or I need to get it right the first time when it's so far from what, you know, being human and just learning things is all about. I know I've said it before. With regards to just beginnings, I remember I mentioned the idea of when we were children learning to walk, we didn't fall in. I mean, some of us took a bit of time between first fall and getting back up again, but we didn't opt to say we ain't we ain't going to figure this out. We, you know, maybe engaged with caution, but we got back up and tried again. So this idea that failure and repetition go hand in hand is something that is important to keep in mind because I do think it could create this narrative in your mind with understanding where repetition can be important and how it can serve you. Keep that in mind. And so, you know, right now I'm in in this role that requires that I support a group. And um, the topic of how to ensure that I stay engaged and connected and that there's a clarity on what is expected of us required requires that that is communicated repeatedly. So a part of me initially weeks ago when this topic came up had to refrain from experiencing it as I would speaking to my daughter telling her pick up her toys off the ground right the idea that I said it once, I said it twice, I said it three times, how many more times? Truthfully, when it comes to my daughter and her having to pick up her toys, I'll say it until it's done. I'm not happy about it, but I'll keep saying it. So what? why is it any different when you are in a position where you have a responsibility that we sometimes, you know, chuck it and say, bump it? You know, part part of it is ego. Um, because I can tell you, if I have to repeat something, I, I promise you, I feel unheard. I don't feel heard. And so I have to push that feeling aside. And I think, understand, not I think, I have to push it aside and understand that although I may at that moment have shared that message, was the person on the end able to, one, receive it in that moment, or two, did I communicate it effectively? So those were the Thoughts I was thinking as I was considering repetition, because, uh, you know, the West Indian in me, you know, born to Haitian parents, they don't play once, you know, and they, they, they also will threaten you. Don't let me say it again. Right. And so you learn real quick to activate. And in this season, I'm learning that there are certain things in our lives that will not activate upon one command or the threat of having to say it again. In a very different way, by the way, for those who don't understand, when, a, when a, a West Indian parent says, don't let me say it again, they ain't gonna necessarily say it. They gonna show it, you know, <laughs> so, but, you know, let's leave that aside, you know, in this season where, you know, we may find ourselves having to repeatedly do the same thing over again. What can you how not what how can you look at it? And be able to determine or see the fruit that will come of it if you can practice it now. So, you know, I had to drop a good list too, right? So I drew up the list of the bad parts of rep- repetition, but it's only fair for me to talk about the good things, right? You know, the other day I was listening to um, to a speaker who was sharing about Thomas Edison. And of course, it was on the topic of repetition, Um coined it differently but he was speaking of Thomas Edison who uh, created the light bulb and or fluorescent lights or whatnot and um, he was getting interviewed by a reporter who said to him or who asked him how does it feel to have failed so many times and what the reporter was referring to was the hundreds of times that the light bulb did not work and it, it is said that Thomas Edison repor- responded in surprise, like, what do you mean? And then the, the reporter elaborated, well, you've been trying this, you know, X number of times and you you didn't you failed that many times before you actually figured it out. And he he responded, well, I may have I don't know that I consider that failure because those experiences presented me to different things. And to what is what it is not. So he was referring to the fact that, you know, he had created a somewhat of an explosion. So he wrote down what he had done so he could be sure to pass that information along to another scientist who's maybe working on an explosive. Like there were things that he learned. So he decided to look at it from a dis- different perspective. And what that did is that allowed him to not get deterred in repeating Although, albeit differently, he didn't repeat the exact same equation or um, formula for what he was trying to create, but he repeated his attempt to get this light bulb created. And I mean, maybe if not Thomas Edison, it would have been somebody else. But today we sit in a room with many of lights, and that is all due to the fact that Thomas Edison was able to repeatedly try until he he figured it out. So that's, that's one scenario where repetition, you know, is good. Or how about when you have to do it again until you've created a new normal, you know, it's that thing of repeating the same movement until it becomes instinctive for you. For that, you know, I was, you know, thinking of that, that concept and my sister is an avid tennis fan and she's rubbed off on me. Actually my siblings and all their fan their sports appreciation has rubbed off on me so she was sharing a lot about tennis and I remember when my son was born because you know I had already decided I don't want my son playing football judge me hate me we can talk about it later but I was like I don't want him playing football and so my husband and I kept just you know let's introduce him to a tennis racket because you know when my sister explained to me how professionals survive in tennis I thought dude Let's just get him to the rankings and he'll be fine. Um, And my sister, as I was explaining, you know, sharing my desire for my son to become a tennis player said, and I asked her, well, what do you think he needs to be successful? What should I focus on? And she explained to me that what she had learned in her reading and listening to interviews of these amazing athletes out there in the tennis world and what she learned was that you had to have a child who was okay repeating the same movements over and over again. That meant that the person that was trying to practice tennis would need to be comfortable with the idea of having to do drills of serving or drills of back, you know, backhands hands or forehands. You had to re- repeat that same movement so that you could feel When you are off or feel when something wasn't right. And so when you, if you've ever watched a tennis game, you'll often see, you know, for example, Venus Williams, when she would hit a ball and she'd be in a rally and the ball that she hit too long, the moment it hit her racket, you'd see her hand and her face of disappointment because even before it reached the other side, she already knew because she felt it because in all those years of repetition, she could feel when that forehand or that backhand was off. Amazing. But that's what repetition does. It helps you create this habit that then becomes second nature to you. And so you can understand it. It ain't fun. I can imagine there are mornings maybe that the Williams sisters did not want to get up and do rallies, did not want to get up at five in the morning to do these, these, um, these practices. But it is what, serve them in their greatness right now. Another thing that, you know, I considered is doing it again until your fruit, you produce the fruit. There are, first of all, when you consider just agriculture, if a farmer decided I'm just going to plant a seed, water it that day and walk away and I'm not doing anything again, I'm leaving it alone, I can promise you. Unless nature cooperated, unless, you know, an, a series of, of events really played in his favor, chances are that that fruit or tree or plant would not produce or yield the crop he was looking for. What that farmer actually has to do is he has to not only plant it and then water it in that moment, but he has to continue tending it, right? He has to go back and repeat the act of watering it, the act of pruning it, the act of caring for it until it's matured enough to produce a fruit a musician i you know i can't really call myself a musician but having been in choirs and been in groups there's this repetition of of song and just getting it right getting not just the sound the timing the everything in one accord that requires repetition and years later when i think of the clark sisters if you don't know, the Clark Sisters are a phenomenal vocal group um, that were actually at the forefront of music for every genre. I mean R and B, blue, all of it. They they at the forefront. So if you don't know them, go and check them out. But the Clark Sisters, if you didn't well if you know, watch their documentary, but it shows how um the mother was just so so passionate about what she did and she just hammered it in in how she ensured that her kids or her girls would would practice and ensure that their sound was at a level there's this thing that they although they had the natural aptitude and skills they had to continually tend continually work on it continually repeat their skill so that it could produce the fruit for them you know repetition i can't lie it ain't fun It ain't fun. Um, But I I have to say that the rewards sure exceeds the frustration of having to do it over and over again. So as I sat in my meeting and, you know, just had that moment of redefining repetition, instead of seeing it from the negative side, choosing to look at it on a positive spot positive spin, I'm sorry. And considering what I can gain from practicing endurance and repeating what is before me or what I need to say or what I need to do, I realize that in this season where I am planting seed for the vision that is of my life and where I'm going, it would serve me to practice repetition, to practice repetition in, in not just my actions and in what I'm doing, but in also in my relationships. Sometimes I, I don't know that we understand how much our lack or our inability to resolve things can affect not just the relationship at hand, but also where you're headed because you're carrying a burden, you're carrying this thing that's weighing you down and preventing you from, from entering or getting into the next step or next level of life. You know, and I thought, how many times am I going to need to forgive? Yes, the Bible says, you know, when Jesus was asked, how many times we've got to f- forgive Rabbi, he said, 77 times seven. That's like the idea of infinity to infinity. Um, and I, I I just started reflecting what areas do I need to repeat? I need to repeat forgiveness. I need to repeat love. How many times have we been hurt? So, and this sometimes is tied into forgiveness. If I forgive you and engage in a relationship, yes, you know, we have to be wise in terms of how we re-engage with anyone. And I'm not speaking a boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm I'm even thinking of, you know, simple friends. And then you get hurt. And so you decide not to love again. So you shut it down. and, And guess who hurts the most? When you stop loving, because love is this thing that I think is experienced, not just externally towards someone else, but in practicing it that way, you're able to also share it with experience it for yourself, the love of self. And when you shut that down, you shut this opportunity for you to grow and to love yourself and love yourself in community and in relationship. So I have to do it again. Not only do I have to forgive again, but I have to love again. And then once you can get past that, you can begin to hope again. So I got to keep hoping like Thomas Edison, the number of times he failed. I mean, I don't know that he was just, you know, he was hoping that the next round would go. He would repeatedly hope again and again until he did figure it out. And this is not lastly, but this is another one that I, the last that I could think of. But I have to believe again. I have to repeatedly believe. Believe that God has it all worked out. Believe that God would not have me at this intersection where I need to do and engage in an activity that may be sucking some life out of me and not know that it and not believe that it will yield fruit. Even if I don't necessarily see it, even if it's only in my kids' generation. You know, I think of of the people who fought for freedom. When I think of the civil rights movement or when I think of of in Haiti, I'm going to think of Haiti because I'm Haitian descent, when they overturn their masters and claim the land back, when they engaged in it, I believe they had to believe that they would yield the results they would look for or were wanting, even if they didn't experience it, but their children would experience freedom. You know, repetition serves, it serves a bigger purpose. And while we're in this season of maybe feeling like we're repeating the same day over and over again, I want you to consider what activities you can partake in, be it your own personal devotion time, be it journaling, be it talking to someone um, that could either mentor or support or or therapy or whatever it is you need or health, you know, are you? do you need to work out? Do you need to change how you're eating? What in this season of quarantine can you new habit or practice that you can develop that will serve you and help you through this period as well? I don't believe things happen accidentally. I don't believe that n- and nothing will left behind everything you need and everything you would have gone through will have served a purpose so think of the time you have before you and what can you engage in what can you start repeating so that you can develop a new side of yourself and maybe move on to the next level that you're called to and step out of this quarantine season into a new place ready ready to to embrace and engage whatever is before you so yeah that's what I was thinking. Um, Repetition—it's worth it, <laughs> and um, it, it's something that can help develop your resilience and your endurance because you have you have a road ahead of you. And I think the skills and everything you need to get to that desired end will be found on the side of you practicing and repeating the skill sets that will support you down the road. So, guys, go ahead and repeat that. Repeat it. Do it again and again and again. So, guys, have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Stay encouraged. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Love you all.